we all know that housing is a great investment. Obviously, we've seen that growth happen. And now um, we're, we're getting into a, a world where, you know, Facebook has turned into meta and they've now, uh, cr- you know, coined the term the metaverse. And, um, you know, there's, there's this there's this whole virtual world now going on behind the scenes. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because we're starting to see investments being made in this world Um you know NFTs, which are which are non fungible tokens. There's there's digital artworks that are being created that are selling for millions of dollars, mm-hmm. uh, and there's even plots of virtual land in these virtual worlds that are now selling for insane amounts of money and growing at a very rapid rate and are proving to be at least in the short term uh, viable investments for people and I, I i just i guess anytime something like this happens and you and i are both kind of tech people we 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 keep on top of what's happening in the world and we i love to see new things come out and everything i still don't even have a, even close to enough of an understanding of what's going on in these worlds yet to see what the potential is for the future but do you see this being like the new wave of investing now like we're, like it's almost like we're beyond crypto now we're, we've gone into well yeah not you know digital ape faces selling for 1.3 million dollars not quite yet so i think um this is the the new generation of web 3.0 and um if you look at what web 3.0 it's it's bringing in the cryptocurrency era the yep. nft era um the metaverse virtual reality um, era so web 3.0 is just getting going but what you need to look at is these these things have been around for at least a decade. So um, crypto has been around for a little while. Yep. Virtual has been around for a little while. So there is a, definitely a lag curve and a, a delay for things to start picking up. I think steam. technology needed to needed to grow yeah. to a degree where it made sense to yeah. make it mainstream. So if you look at when the internet started, there was a lot of skepticism and a lot of people in the 90s that weren't um, sold on the idea of the internet. Right. They thought it sounded like a fantasy pipe dream. There were people that were investing into it and were big winners. And then there were also a lot of losers because yeah. it was so new, people didn't know which way it was going. With the NFT space, um, there is definitely a technology here that's going to be around for the rest of our lifetimes. It's not going anywhere. No. Now, I think the early era of it, the hype of it right now, is focused on the digital art. I don't think... It's going to five years from now, 10 years from now, necessarily be all digital art. Right. I think where it's going to get very interesting is through digital contracts. Um, digital contracts um, that basically allow a giant web of public servers to basically dictate a transaction. So for now, if I go to a store and I buy a donut, I take my debit card and I tap it. And that sends a signal to my bank. My bank says, yes, you have money. It sends a single back. It's actually a going to become an archaic, slower form. Um, the late, it, it, there's, there's a delay there from that two, three seconds from it to say to your bank, do you have money? The bank, bank says, yes, they have money and they can, they can take this out. When it comes to crypto, everything's instantaneous because the more people that use it and the more people that own crypto, 
all communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. So it's not just one bank. It's basically a giant pool of public servers saying, yes, he has this money and it, it's good to go. Um, but it, it takes away the middleman of the bank. Now, when it comes to our business and real estate, I think it's going to take away a little bit of the middleman when it comes to the transaction. People are going to be able to trade in real estate through digital contracts that are going to be non-forgeable. So instead of right. sitting there with 15 to 25 pages signing, 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 and to put it into a file with a lawyer and all these things to show, yes, I own this land, there's going to be this digital contract that undoubtedly shows that you have transferred the land from one title to another. Interesting. Now, how it plays out, I don't know. I don't know how the legalities are going to be. I don't know if someone's going to step in and put some sort of system in place that allow doesn't allow you. Well, to do isn't this. that isn't that the whole battle right now? I mean, between governments and and cryptocurrency. I mean, there are countries banning cryptocurrency because of the the decentralization of it because there isn't a you know right. a, a government controlled it's banking allowing, system. It's allowing like a free trade. Yeah. Um, and these digital contracts allow people to free trade without being. There, yeah, it, there, there's there's definitely that side of the of the removing removing the potential for fraud. But but what it also does, and what people I think worry about, is the same. It's the same kind of model as something like like uh, Airbnb or Uber or any of those things that took the regulation out of the hands of the regulatory bodies that we've all become accustomed to, mm -hmm. like the cities, the municipalities and everything that controlled the hotels and the hotel taxes and all that stuff. And it put it into the hands of the people and it said, Hey, if you own this private property, guess what? Now you can, that we have a website for you where you can put it up online for rent and you can just rent it directly to a person and you yep. can forego. Right. So it's taking regulation away, which is good, but it also, mm -hmm. you have to be careful. I think, I think there will be um, adaption to, like, there'll be a middle, there, I think there will always be a middle. middle. I think there has to be yeah. in, in, so, the, in the society that we live in. So the governments will adapt, the banks will adapt. Yep. Um, they will start to accept crypto as just another currency if that ends up being, or they or, shut it down completely. Or it will shift into something different. Yeah. It'll become a hybrid of, of what it is now and, and you know, what it might be you know, yeah. have the potential to be. Yeah. I think it's too early to tell which way it will go. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be, what will governments allow? What will they start? Like government can just come in and say, that's great. You have your cryptocurrency, but we accept taxes in dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. And, um, we were, it's a little early to tell. And I, I think there's going to be companies that come out of this like an Uber or a skip the dishes or a Facebook or whatever. That's going to come up with ve some very smart system. Yeah. That's going to basically become another middleman. There will always be a middleman, but I do think the good that could come from this is these digital contracts, basically taking things from paper more digital than it already is. So right now we're going from paper to online signatures, but all an online signature is online signing, paper right? right you're scanning paper you're digitally signing that paper that paper still being printed and being filed away somewhere yes so i think this web 3.0 is eventually going to erase all paper contracts and it's going to be digital contracts that are going to be signed through this blockchain technology that's going to be um unfrogged i can't i can't wait to do a podcast 20 years from now yeah and we'll and, look like idiots. and talk yeah <laughs> yeah we'll all be well first of all we'll be doing right. this podcast virtually in the metaverse right and second of all we'll be in our digital office yeah 
<laughs> and right. we'll just be hooked up to wires like in the Matrix in our chairs yeah. at home. <laughs> well, and I also think, you know, do you remember when streaming videos came out and it was like e-bombs world yep. and all these things, but then YouTube comes out and kind of just owns the market. Right now I look at, you know, Oculus virtual reality and all in like the little metaverse and the, the land they're selling in the metaverse right now is like your e-bombs world days. There's still the companies to come that are going to erase everything we're doing right now. Like think of Facebook and MySpace. Everybody's like, oh, MySpace, MySpace, MySpace. All of a sudden it's just erased off the map and there's a company that comes in and, and just makes everything better. Something new. So right now I think we're still in that new phase where there's companies that come in and they seem like they're going to be big companies. They seem like there's something. And then there's going to be someone who comes in with a product that's way better. It's going to knock whatever we're using right now right off the map. And we're going to be in a whole other uh, genre of this, this a, version, a different version of what we're currently living with. So right now when you look at... I know this is an analogy that's used all the time, but um, right now we're in the Pong Tetris era of Web 3.0, and we still have Nintendo 64, GameCube, Xbox, and PS5 to come. <laughs> and we're we're so young in this. Um, you go back to the internet and watch videos of like Jeff Bezos in his little office selling books um, online, and then you look at what it has evolved into now. Um, I think we're in those early stages and then 10, 20 years from now, we're going to look back and be like, wow, we thought that was crazy and innovative. So we're still really young. And I think there's going to be a lot of losers because, because it's so young and the amount of money people are just dropping $500,000 million on virtual land. These are the companies that might just be like, no, you're not really anything. Maybe, or maybe they're, you know, the people who spent a million dollars on Bitcoin when it wasn't anything. And now they have 600 you know, million dollars in the bank or yep. six billion dollars. This is why I said there's going to be a lot of big winners. Yeah. And there's also going to be losers. And people are investing on speculation right now when it comes to crypto and NFTs. And some of them are going to look like geniuses in the end. And some of them are going to lose a lot of money. Um, and it's all speculation. So it is. Yeah. it's interesting. I think there, it's not all going away. It's not like 10 years from now, we're going to be like, yeah, crypto was a fad. NFT was a fad and it's gone. The technology there between like um, Ethereum and their blockchain technology and digital contracts and the things that it's going to allow, virtual reality and the metaverse is a thing. I own an Oculus. Once you try it, you're like, you undoubtedly it's the future. You're not going to be sitting there looking at your 2D flat screen in the future. Right. If you go, if you haven't tried a virtual reality, I understand it still needs improvement, but if you haven't tried it, put it on look around and experience some sort of virtual game or virtual movie or some sort of documentary and you see what the potential is and then take it off and go sit in front of a 2d screen tv these aren't going to be what we're using no. in in 10 years i'm telling you five years five years a 2d screen is still going to be used it's still gonna be something you can watch but the the real technology is going to, everybody's going to have these headsets you go on. Meetings like this are going to happen with these headsets on. Even our own real estate is going to be using, people are going to be able to virtually tour that's homes. Right. That, and that's, that's, that's a really cool idea because we're doing these virtual tools, uh, tours of homes a lot now because of COVID and, and, you know, allowing people to take a walk, a virtual walk through the home. Imagine throwing on a virtual headset and taking a walk through those listings yeah. and making so, it feel like you're there in real life. So we already have the technology in our office. Yeah. So when we go into a home, we 3D scan it and make a 3D rendering of the home. 
Uh, we do have a VR version. So if you have an Oculus headset or a PSVR and you go to our website and you open up our 3D tour, you can go into VR mode. And when you're in the living room with your VR headset, you literally are standing in the living room. I've tested it. I've tried it. Um, we, we already have it. How cool is that? We just, no one's using it yet. Not yet. No. Not yet, because not enough people have those headsets in yeah. their homes and, and people yeah. haven't invested in those things yet, but they so, will. So going back to like Web 2.0 to 3.0, let's go Web 2.0, which I would still say Zoom is part of Web 2.0, even though it's a newer technology yeah. we're using now. It existed in Web 2.0, which is just your um, FaceTimes and your Skypes. Um, we went from flying in airplanes across the country to meet with people in boardrooms to now because of the pandemic it's been put on the forefront to be able to do virtual mm -hmm. um, through skype zoom or whatever it might be meetings undoubtedly once you see it you can it's hard not to see it coming we're going to be putting heads it already exists there's already vr meetings where you put on the headset you're sitting at a boardroom table you're across from me, but you're on the other side of the country. Your person's in front of you, your laptop's in front of you, you're at a desk. You can share your screen on a big yeah. whiteboard. You can go into conference halls. You can be standing on a stage with a giant, in, in, like, a, in like a university setting. Um, like an auditorium. In an auditorium, you have the, the big screen behind you. You share yeah. your screen. You're sitting in a seat in the auditorium in your vir virtual headset. The person can annotate and draw on the screen. They can discuss. They can share their screen. They can have open discussions. They can use their normal mannerisms. It's like they're there in person. They take the headset off and they're in their pajamas. Yeah, and I know it seems crazy to people to think that now, but that technology is here, and it's just, it's just a matter of that getting in enough people's hands mm -hmm. for it to become mainstream. And it's, mm -hmm. it, and once that happens and the money is flowing, that's when that technology really starts to improve and take off and right and get better and i mean look i even even my wife i mean she you know she works for a company that um their their head office is in in uh mississauga and you know if if she wants to move up you know that was the old the mentality of okay well you know you're gonna have to relocate and move here if that's where, you know, the route that you want to take in the company. And that's, I think, starting to go away. All right. Um, yeah, so we just got cut out there for a second, but um, I'm trying to remember where we were, what we were just talking about. Uh, augmented reality. I was, I was just saying, um, I remember, and it was, I think it was 2000, around 2010 when I was in university that we had a, uh, we had a guest speaker come in and, and, present to us and show us all augmented reality things. And for those of you who don't know what augmented reality is, um, you're going to see it in things like um, your, your uh, navigation apps and stuff now where, you know, if you're driving, if you're driving past a certain store, you're going to get an ad for that store. Um, and if, or if you're doing like a Google street view and you're going down the street, like you, you might get like a pop out ad from like a store that you drive by on yeah. Google Street View yeah. that that is tailored to your search mm -hmm. preferences and things like this augmented reality. Now, let's look at it in terms of not just virtual reality headset that you wear um, when you're at home playing a game or, you know, as we go into the metaverse and the applications for that. But Apple and Google are both um, in current development of their glasses, 
yeah. that they want to do. And those glasses are going to be basically heads up displays yep. in your life. And that is going to be tailored to the experience that you want to have when you're walking down the street. It's like the 1920s when everyone's wearing their hat. You're going to, every, everyone's going to look at the 1930s and we're all going to be walking around with our glasses. Right. But yeah, it's um, definitely going to be something where if you're out on a walk, you could have a podcast on and in the top left corner of your eyes could actually be the video of the podcast you're watching. And if you walk by, say, a house for sale, everything there's going to be something similar, I'm sure, to like a QR code. Yeah. And as soon as you look at it, it sees that QR code and something will pop up where you can um, say, use your hands. Your your hands will be, there'll be like a digital map in front of you. So when the glasses are on, you'll be able to tap something in the air. So people will just see you tapping in the air, but you're actually tapping a button in your augmented reality. <laughs> and, I mean, to us, it seems crazy because it's just yeah. going to look like you're a crazy person. But yeah. in, in this reality, when this happens, it's, it's not going to be, be norm, crazy. normal. Be so no one's going to be walking around with their phones like this anymore. They're going to be hands-free. Right. All the buttons are going to be in the air digitally, and yeah. no one's going to see what you're pushing. But let's say you walk by a sign and you stare for five seconds. It's going to load the info, and then you're going to push a button that's going to bring up all the listing information on that listing. Like you said, you'll go by a, a restaurant, and every every sign's going to have this code thing, yeah. whatever it might be, that it recognizes. Like already Google, if you have the Google app and you scan anything in your room, it will recognize that and it will show you all the recent right. searches. That's so right. they already have that technology. Um, I have a feeling to avoid error instead of just staring at the name of a sign and it's trying to guess what it is. There's probably going to be like a QR code type thing that's going to allow it to get a more precise answer. But there's going to be things where if you walk by somebody, if you want to share your, your stuff publicly, you can add a friend by walking by somebody and be like, send friend requests. And somebody who wear it was those glasses will see boop, somebody who's walking by you just sent your friend request. <laughs> It'll be like the digital way of picking up um, yeah. girls or guys. <laughs> It'll be like no one's going to interact anymore. I'd be like, do you want to be my friend? You look over and some guy with glasses is going to be in the again. Corner. All like, you know, a lot yeah. of this is speculation uh, because things do change as technology comes out. But it is interesting um, just to think about how it will affect our our industry and and how it will streamline processes and and make it easier for people to be checking out homes and and be getting through the the paperwork process and well augmented um, staging yeah so that's they, right they do this already so augmented staging is already a thing but what i've heard um through some podcasts i've listened to is right now they'll take a, a vacant space on a home and a company will put the couches and chairs and everything in the space where it belongs okay yep what they'll eventually be able to do is go to the home and put some sort of headset on and place the furniture where it goes. So when you go in with your augmented glasses, when you walk in the room, the virtual staging will still be there. Right. So you can turn it off and turn it on so you see the vacant space. But when you put the glasses on, you can see the couches and chairs, how a professional company has staged yeah. that home. There's going to be so many applications. It's a little... That's almost like web 4.0. It's, it's, yeah. very, it's very That's, early now yeah, because yeah. because there's an adoption rate that you have to consider with things like this. And when when these big shifts happen in technology and, and in the world, it's it's a very slow process for people to be able to adopt these things. First of all, um, I mean, then there's that curve, right? There's like there's like early adopters, and then mm -hmm. there's 
Um, Skeptics. You know, yeah, exactly. And, and it kind of goes on a, on a, on a big curve. Yeah. Um, the early adopters, I think, were just in that primary or that preliminary stage of, you know, like someone like you who has a virtual reality headset and has had it for a bit of time already. I would consider you an early adopter of that because it might not be for five to 10 years that people, you start to see those as a commonplace thing in people's homes. Mm -hmm. And businesses know that, right? And industries are aware of that um, on on a bigger scale as well. So you're not going to see this massive push of brand new technology all of a sudden happening. It's like electronic vehicles. Exactly. Or or let's, let's put it in simpler terms for people who... Everyone has a cell phone. Everyone has, um, you know, a computer or an iPad of some sort. This adoption that we've been moving towards the USB-C ports and cords, that's been taking place over a long mm-hmm. period of time. And we're still not there. Yeah. People still aren't comfortable using USB-C yet. And that's a sip. That's one thing. That's one port. Well, even same with like Facebook users switching to Instagram. Right. It took so long to get people that were Facebook lovers to Instagram and now they're on Instagram and now it's hard to get them over to TikTok. Like things keep moving. Yeah. Um, and the problem I think we have is a very large percentage of our population is that baby boomer generation. One that just won't give a shit and won't ever want to adopt. Right. Which will slow down getting people to jump. And the only reason we've gotten where we are in the last few years is because of the pandemic. A lot of the boomer generation almost was forced to adapt yeah. a lot of this stuff like yeah. zoom and stuff like that because they wanted to stay in connection. But I think that population isn't going to care as much. They're not going to want to adapt. And, uh, the ones that do adapt, um, are going to, uh, they're going to have a little bit of a struggle because we're getting to a point where the technological leap of learning these things is getting harder and harder and harder. Like, you know, how hard is it already to teach somebody who didn't grow up with a cell phone how to use every app on a cell phone? Now, oh, yeah. now when you start putting headsets on and everything, like it's going to get to a point where it's going to be a newer generation thing. There's going to be some older generations that adapt to it, but it is going to be hard to get a full global scale adaption. It, it makes me, th- I was just talking to my dad when I was visiting him at home and he was telling me the struggles he had with my, my grandfather before he passed away. Like just, just getting him to like read a simple email. Yeah. Like he'd be like, he'd be like, dad, <laughs> like I, like just, just click here. And he'd be like, I did click there. And he'd be like <laughs> you didn't click there. Cause you, you can't see it. And then he'd, he'd get in there and he'd click and, and he'd be like, how'd you do that? Yeah. He'd be like, well, I just, I just clicked yeah. here. You know, like that's not ever going to change in that generation of people. Listen, when we're old, yeah, we're going to be set in our ways in certain ways too. I don't yeah. think, I don't think we're going to have the same lag of, of, um, information that, that, that well, the baby they went boomers from did. No, they went from no. Exactly. They went from, yeah. from like yeah. not even like my grandfather was born in a time when they're almost when there wasn't plane travel. Yeah. You know, so it's a little bit different for us we now, think, but we think Well, that's the thing yeah, cuz we there's there's things out there that we are not even going to be able to fathom so that are coming out. I'm going to give my prediction really quickly. In 10 to 20 years, not a very long time cuz I'm already thinking of how much things have changed since te- the last 10 years with cell phones and social media. And the way it's continuing to progress and the smart people that are out there working on these things. But my guess is in when it comes to real estate, there will be some sort of augmented Google Glass something yep. that will allow me when I walk down the street, just like right now already, if you walk down the street with your 2D cell phone, 
that you scan a QR code and you get information. It already exists. Yep. That's already a thing that's starting to really kind of take place. You're going to have some glasses on where you're going to walk back by. Just like a cell phone, you're going to scan some sort of QR code and yep. you're going to be able to get that information on your glasses. I expect that to happen it in, will. in the short future. Augmented staging is already happening. I expect more augmented things to happen where if you go in, there'll be some sort of sticker that agents can put on the furnace, the AC, somewhere around. So when you're in the furnace, you look at that little QR code. It's going to give you the age, blah, blah, blah. I think these types of things yeah. are happening. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be off a little bit there, but there's going to be something along the lines where you're going to be able to look at things and get an age, and it's going to make things a lot easier. Okay, I'm going to guess that viewing from outside the city in um, which already exists, but it's going to be more adapted. People are going to put headsets on and be able to look at a space virtually as more people own these headsets and find more comfort in using them. There's going to be a, a realtor.ca VR app. It's going to, there's going to be just like an, a realtor.ca app on your phone. In Oculus, there's going to be a realtor.ca VR app. Yep. Something along those yep. lines where every listing in there is going to be the VR version so you can look at homes through your VR headset. I think that's coming um and uh, i think in the little bit longer future um there's going to be nft digital contracts in real estate i think the paper contracts are going to go out and it's going to be blockchain contracts somewhere in the future now that might be a little further out uh, but i don't think the future of nft is only going to be in the art space i think it's going to i think it's going to be more importantly in the contracts i i look forward to seeing sort of where yeah. how close your predictions lie i mean obviously this is going to be a, a, a decades thing not a mm. not a simple single years thing I, I don't think but yeah i mean the world is changing and um i think in my mind anyways i embrace the change mm -hmm. and i love to see where things go and i love to see new technology abound and um there's a lot of people out there that don't like change and mm -hmm. a lot of people that are very resistant to it. And, um, at the end of the day, I think those people tend to kind of lag behind the curve, uh, to their detriment, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, one more thing I want to add, just, um, brainstorming as we're talking, I wonder instead of a, just a, tr let's say a Toronto investor putting on a headset and looking at a virtual walkthrough, if you are going to be able to join them in that room so you can actually have discussion well in the room right. together. I, I, I see all I these mean, things coming. It already, that, that technology that, already exists. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Like I said, it's just a matter of adoption. Yeah. It, if those things don't have the ability to be widely adopted, they yeah. disappear. Architects and, and engineers already it. do it. Of course they do. They scan, yeah. they scan projects that they're working on and they all meet in a virtual space with headsets that's, on. That's and so they cool. talk about, you know, what structural load are we going to need over here? And they're all yeah. in their little virtual or avatars, whatever. It's it's crazy and it's exciting. It's scary. Um, I understand there's going to be skeptics uh, that don't like the change. There's going to be people that don't like the increase in prices. Um, we have to manage.